It's Monday, April 25th. This is OHSU Week. Do you know what an ombuds is? Do you know what an ombuds does? Did you know OHSU has one? Since December 2020, Nickel and Dino has been on the roll, which they previously described as, quote, offering a safe space for confidential, neutral, and informal reception of any OHSU faculty, employee, learner, or volunteer with a concern about their experience or role at OHSU, end quote. That's a mouthful, and there is more, but Nick was kind enough to join us and expand upon the importance of their role and how the ombuds can be a valued and trusted resource at OHSU. Welcome to another edition of OHSU Week. I'm joined today with Nick Landino, who is OHSU's ombuds or ombuds person. Um, I'm going to read something that I totally lifted from online. Uh, an ombuds person is someone who investigates and attempts to resolve complaints and problems as between employees and an employer or between students in a university. So Nick Landino. Before we get to anything, I want you to explain to our colleagues what it is exactly that you do. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff. I um, appreciate the great introduction. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit curious where you got that information from. Um, is that wrong? Well, the I think just the investigates part is a little bit. Um, I want to. Serious. I'll get. I'll give some more information about that maybe in my explanation. Um, okay. Just want to making wanting to make sure that folks understand the informal nature of um, the ombuds role and investigation kind of gives a little bit more of a formal feel. Like that's kind of what our HR department and um, AEO and and integrity departments would would more get into. I can I can gather information. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe that wherever you got that from, that's really what they're meaning by the term. Right. Can I, can I clear it up? I, I, it was the, the easiest and it was dictionary.com or whatever. So honestly, okay. it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like it's some like whatever, but I, but I honestly is one of the starting, starting point, excuse me. But I think this is an effective way of getting into it because I think this role is uniquely uh, suited to OHSU and probably to you as well. So I'm going to get out of the way and let you explain once again what it is you do. Yeah, no, and that makes sense why a dictionary.com might have a definition like that because there are various types of ombuds roles. Yes. Um, my type specifically is an organizational type. And basically what that means is um, I'm here to support folks who are experiencing conflict or tension or some kind of problem within the OHSU environment. So I, I, that's broadly speaking, that includes employees, um, learners, um, faculty members, and volunteers. So anyone who's an internal constituent to the organization can um, seek out ombud services. So as an ombuds, um, I have standards of practice uh, that are uh, have been designed by the International Ombuds Association, um, which is the supporting organiz uh, professional organization, which has really helped to, to kind of define what these standards of practice are over time. Sure. And um, the major benefit of an organizational ombuds is it um, creates a safe space for people to go to have an off-the-record conversation about what's happening for them um, around conflict or, you know, whatever problem they may be experiencing in the environment. Um, 
And those conversations that we have are completely confidential um, with just a couple of exceptions if there's some kind of physical threat of imminent uh, harm to themselves or somebody else, or if there's some legal requirement um, such as like child abuse or something of that matter. Um, otherwise, uh, there are a few other areas in, the, in most organizations where you can have a completely confidential conversation. So that's a major benefit is that there's this kind of um, that covenant of protection around the conversation that happens. Um, the other thing that's a benefit is whatever we discuss is not putting the organization on notice. And so that's um, typically if you would go to an HR department or a formal reporting mechanism, um, because they're agents of the organization, um, they have an obligation to act on the information that's provided to them. Otherwise, it creates a liability to the organization if um, certain matters aren't followed up and investigated. Um, so that's why I was a little bit sensitive yeah. around that term investigation, because if somebody comes to me I, as an ombuds, I don't have an obligation to um, put, that's not putting the organization on notice. That's so it. that's kind of the informal nature and independent nature of an um, as an organizational ombud. So that's another benefit. We can explore the situation and determine what options are available for the visitor to um, to follow up on their concerns and how to handle it and um, discuss what the pros and cons of those decisions might be. And it's really up to the visitor and what they want to do. So they have full autonomy and control over um, what they choose, how they choose to walk away from our conversation and handle the experience. And that's not always the case out in formal mechanisms. This is one of several ways where someone could report or talk to someone or, you know, there's a number of, of resources available to our colleagues and employees at OHSU. But I want to ask you specifically, why is this one so important or rather why is it so necessary? Yeah, so the Ombuds office is one of the few places that a person can just come and have a completely off the record conversation about what's going on and not have to worry about confidentiality being compromised unless those couple of exceptions that I already discussed are at play. And it could be about anything, really. I mean, I could give you a list of things, but there really is no um, wrong reason to come to an ombuds uh, if I'm not the most appropriate place. That's one of that's part of our discovery process and our conversation. And there really aren't any other resources within the organization um, to be able to do that because some um, nature of the conversation may require somebody could be a mandatory reporter and have to act on that information or be um, an agent of the organization and have to follow up it could create some liability so it creates kind of that safety net to come and just explore the situation without any repercussions it seems like uh, an amazingly uh kind of wide open uh, option for folks and yet I'm gathering that there's some barriers. Is there, is it is is a lack of trust? You know, having this kind of resource at a big organization. Is it just people like naturally just being like, there's no way this isn't going to someone else, or it's going to jeopardize me? Like, what do you feel? And let's be clear. I should back it up. How long have you been in this position? 
Um, I've been in the ombuds position since um, December of 2020. So about a, a little, a year and a half, if you will, maybe a little under that. So one of the biggest barriers or obstacles that you've seen, um, and I, I'm, a, I'm assuming, I shouldn't, and I shouldn't assume, um, if there are barriers or obstacles that you've encountered uh, since you've been in this role, uh, what are they? Are there a few that you can identify? Yeah, so um, so this is a fairly new office altogether. It was created back in 2015, and I would say one of the biggest obstacles, and I'm not alone in this, is getting the word out to folks about um, programs and services. And ombuds is fairly new. Um, it's it's not a very uh, it's a fairly it's a young industry, right? It's a young role in the United States. It, started in Sweden, um, I think, you know, hundreds of years ago, but it's fairly new for the US and started in higher education environments. Um, so I think really people hear ombuds and it it's not, it, uh, there's a, always a big question mark, like, what does that mean? What does an ombuds <laughs> do, right? Um, right? I find myself having to explain that quite a bit. And most of the time when I ask my visitors, have you ever worked with an ombuds before? The answer is no. Um, because they're not in a lot of organizations. Um, and perhaps this is the first time somebody's been in, uh, in they're mostly in academic settings or healthcare settings. Um, so I think, you know, those couple of barriers, one, um, just it's not intuitive for people to even know what ombuds means. Um, and two, just getting, I think, the word out at OHSU being such a large organization and also widespread across the state. Um, is you know the communication you're in communication so i'm sure you're well aware of what the challenges are um, to kind of get the word out and and for people to be aware that the service even exists and i think you mentioned the trust factor so when people aren't really sure of something there's you know kind of hard to really trust what that process is going to look like with not having more information and also, um, there was another thing that had come to mind. Uh, something that I've heard is, and this is, um, I want to kind of dispel this in a way, is that folks feel that an ombuds, like, what's the point when an ombuds can't hold anybody accountable? So my standards of practice are kind of outside of the management system, right? I'm independent and informal and neutral. So I, I, don't compel anyone. I can't take any formal actions or make decisions or change any decisions. Um, but there are so many different um, ways that people can be empowered within themselves or even ways that I can elevate concerns um, with the information that comes through um, my conversations. Of course, I would get permission from people if it would uh, if in any way, shape, or form, compromise um, the confidentiality of their identity. Um, but there are just a plethora of different ways of getting information out without, uh, you know, compromising someone's identity at all. Um, and so while I may not be able to change a decision, there are a lot of different strategies that we can explore together to figure out what would have um, the, the biggest impact that the visitor is hoping to gain from our conversation or from whatever they're experiencing. I think at a place like OHSU, um, well, I think there's a perception that 
you know, you have doctors, you have nurses, and you have, uh, you know, professors and things that people or instructors and people have their callings, right? You know, there, there's this, it's this sort of notion that like I was either created to do this or I need to have something that has like a higher meaning or something or of service, which all admirable stuff. I am, I hope that does not come off wrong. Like I'm, I'm sitting here and, and I'm crapping all over that. I am not. But what I'm asking you though, specifically is what about this role is so satisfying or kind of, um, what what about it works for you because you're in it and you've been in it for a while and you're trying to do this and you want awareness and i know that in your heart you know that that this can have an impact so what is it about this position what is it about it that appeals to you so much yeah it's uh it's really appealing to be able to help people in, in a direct way um and or to see the transformative experience that can happen um, with folks who come initially feeling really just um, kind of hopeless in a way about their situation or really stuck um, and unable to really understand what options are available to them. And for my ability to be able to just broaden those horizons and um, help people in the end to just find what it is that's going to be best for them. Really, I'm I'm just a support. It's not about my journey. Um, it's about that person's journey. And I really appreciate that aspect because it, it allows the other person to, to kind of maintain autonomy over um, what happens in their experience at OHSU. So the other elements, I think, um, of what I really appreciate about this position is that there's so many um, ways that I can support people. Um, so some of those things that could look like just helping to um, coach somebody. If, I mean, a lot of us are not you know, we don't, it's not part of our curriculum to be taught how to handle conflict. And sure. conflict is a natural thing that happens um, in all areas of our life. And so it's inevitable, it's going to happen. And um, to be able to support people with, you know, some tools that I have or some skills that I might be able to, um, you know, kind of practice with them in a coaching setting um, is. I feel like that's part of what the ombuds role is that I really appreciate is to kind of help to develop that skill set in the environment at OHSU. Um, and then also just being able to kind of facilitate difficult conversations um, that folks, uh, that's a voluntary process. They have to want to show up to do that. Um, and that's a really vulnerable position for people to be in. Um, but it's, transform it can be really transformative experience in the end and it's um wonderful to to be a part of that process and just support um folks you know showing up in a vulnerable space and being willing to hear one another out and walk away from that with a deeper understanding of each other and uh so there's just many fulfilling aspects of of this work that i think um really draw me to it and that i um appreciate about this position. That's awesome. 
you said earlier, well, he didn't use this word, but I will, but are, is there any lingering misconceptions? I'm going to allow you, give you space to sort of make either a direct appeal or just to refute anything else that like maybe um, you'd like to clear up about, um, about this role. I think the biggest message that I would like to convey is that it's the ombuds is really um, position is really meant to empower folks to overcome whatever obstacle. Um, so I I think sometimes um, the impression is that like, and there's going to be a little bit of risk in that, right? Like if people want to um, handle a difficult situation, there's inevitably probably going to be a little bit of risk uh, involved in that. Sometimes there might be a way to get around that and remain completely anonymous about um, a situation um, if they're a little bit more indirectly involved. Um, but uh, I think, you know, going back to that accountability thing, I think it's um, maybe coming with the impression that the ombud is going to be able to solve a problem for the person. Um, and it's really about the person empowering themselves to figure out whatever solution is going to work best for them to, um, and it could involve me, but um, it's really about helping that person to feel empowered, like they they have the ability to affect their situation in the, in the way that they feel is going to result in the best outcome for themselves. So I just did the... I remember because I think we started around the same time. Because um, I remember also being in a meeting, some, uh, I think, employee resource groups. I think we were in the same meetings. Uh, and so I, I remember that was a hard time because I was right in the smack of uh, pandemic and there was all sorts of things happening. And um, I don't know, it's strange. It's a strange time we're in because um, I haven't even just met my teammates in, in, in communications, which is weird. And so I want to ask you, like, has that that part of this made things more difficult? Or I and I, I just assume that you're not doing in person um, anything right now um, until further notice. But do you feel like that's been uh, a hindrance? Has it been beneficial? Or how has that affected what you do? Yeah, I think it's had both um, its benefits and hindrances. Um, so, I, yeah, I started this role in the pretty much the not the beginning, but we were still in, in the heavy throes of those prior to vaccine vaccines even being um, distributed. And so um, I think that's part of the getting the word out and meeting people so that i would say that would be a hindrance right is not being able to make actual human to human connections with folks and having conversations and everyone missing that right the ability to just have these um, informal conversations and on a more, more personal level um in the in the environments that um we exist but i also believe that having all of this um, ability to connect over WebEx or whatever technology is being used has really broadened the um, accessibility of the service. Um, so pre-pandemic, most of the 
way that you would go about having a visit with the ombuds was either in person, um, which I have, I do have a physical office location. And if folks want to meet in person, we can meet in person because at this point we don't have restrictions around that. Uh, modified operations has been, um, has no, is, has, is no longer in place. Um, but there's, you know, kind of an inconvenience factor with that too, right? Like you have to build in time, travel time, wherever you are physically. And also some people are just not even in, in Portland and are in various other parts of Oregon and wouldn't even be able to come to see me in the office. So in the past, that would have looked like a telephone conversation, which is fine. That's still a capability. Um, and I connect with folks over the telephone, but it, it further reduces, I think, that personalization of the connection. So at least having this video technology gives us uh, an element of that. I think this has been great. I really appreciate you taking the time here, um, but I'm going to, again, let you just say if there's any last final thoughts, I guess you want to share with everyone. Um, feel free. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so glad to have had this platform as a, an additional means to just get the information out to folks about Ombud services. And I mean, like I said earlier, there's really no wrong reason, even if folks aren't sure, people can always reach out and ask, you know, if it's appropriate, whatever they, they want to discuss is an appropriate thing to have a conversation about. So I encourage folks just to reach out um, if they're Primarily, uh, if they're experiencing any conflict or um, you know problem within their role at OHSU, I mean it, it it has anything. It doesn't have to be in something that occurs in the environment. It's just around their role um, as it pertains um, to OHSU. So it's pretty broadly speaking, and um, I'd be happy to talk to to anyone who comes through. And if I'm not the right person, I'll, I that's I'm also a resource to get them to the right place. And you can be reached at, is it just ombuds, O-M-B-U-D-S, at ohsu.edu? Yeah, so there's, uh, I can be reached two, well, a few ways. Oh, so yeah, I your have email too, my bad. My email, yeah, lendino, L-E-N-D-I-N-O, at ohsu.edu. And then also there's ombuds, which is O-M-B-U-D-S, at ohsu. And then um, I can be reached by telephone as well which is um, 503-494-5397. Nick Lindino, OHSU Ombuds, I appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us on OHSU Week. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. It's been a pleasure. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced and edited by Jeffrey Martin. That's me. We'll see you next time.